Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Sure, it'll be grand. And welcome back to a special treat as we jump back into doing TV. I think the last time we did TV here at Sure, it'll be grand, uh, Owen and I were reviewing either, what was it? Was it Loki or was it WandaVision? Jesus. Like, see, Cosy's not here today. What was it? I think it was Loki. Ah, yeah. Jesus. Kevin. Kevin. What are you doing? What? What, you left the key to your house in your in your pocket, and I, you know, I just couldn't leave it there, you know. That's breaking in. Not if I have a key, actually. I I still think by Irish law, I can't answer as breaking in. Nah, like, sure. You didn't break anything. Okay, to be fair, you didn't break anything this time. Yeah, you know, it was, it's breaking entering, but just entering. Yeah, so it's not a crime. It's not a crime to enter a building, is it? You know, a fair point. It's not. Absolutely not, folks. You heard it here first. Uh, just walking into buildings can't be a crime. As long as you're not breaking anything, you know? Um, but yes, just be very careful. As, as I said, here's Kevin. You have heard Kevin before. He has been on the podcast. He was here for our review of the Transformers movie. Um, that little moment. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm looking back now and I felt like I was taking acid. Um, and not just from the movie itself, but really just me trying to understand it. Like, my brain was just, like, suppressing it. Yeah, yeah, that movie was, like, a, to- a total trip. Like, yeah, yeah. Even, I, I forget about it, and then I'll, I'll suddenly remember it, and I'll be like, what even was the chain of events of that movie? Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember every event in it. But I don't remember how they connect to each other in order. I have a faint memory of them being on another planet and then a train. Was there a train in there? I think there was, was a train. Definitely. I've had a lot of problems with that train, didn't I? I yeah. was given out about the train a lot. Do you, but, yeah, I, I distinctly remember. And if you're given out about trains on other planets, then today's episode's going to be pretty fun for you. Yes, yes, because we're doing Kenobi. Um, or Obi-Wan Kenobi as the full type. Just, I, was surprised, I thought it was going to be just called Kenobi. I thought that'd be like yeah. more dramatic. Yeah, I thought we were going to get. Uh, maybe, maybe they were scared that people would be like, "Oh no, it's solo again." Yeah, but, yeah. You know, the difference is people wanted this. <laughs> Interesting thing, like this was not. This was going to be the second um, Star Wars um, story about a Jedi, specifically. Um, obviously, the movies, but like, I um, mean, a TV <laughs> yeah, series, a TV series that covers a Jedi. Right, um, because they were going to have another one. That, I think it was going to be disconnected to everything. But when the Han Solo movie did so poorly, they cancelled it. Yeah, I'm not surprised, honestly. That speaking of movies where you remember the events but can't remember how they link to each other in any way. <laughs> yeah, I that just, movie's one of them. I just remember him walking up to lots of campsites and like wiggling his eyebrow and saying shit. I remember that the reason he's named Solo is because he wasn't named Solo. Yes, that's <laughs> right, yeah. 
Um, and dice, very important, the dice, you know. Anyway, yes. this is not a review on Solo, which some people have enjoyed, and I'm glad they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, this is about Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, folks, just a heads up, there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers for this show, every previous Star Wars show, movie, merchandise, media, whatever you think it could be, it'll be spoilers. Yeah. Only thing that we won't spoil oil are things that haven't happened yet, so... You're welcome. I mean, I'm going to try my best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to also review the first two episodes in this episode, but from next week onwards, it'll be one episode per episode and little tidbits that we know about it and our opinions and reviews. And yes, Kevin has joined us and ever so graciously because I wasn't planning on reviewing Obi-Wan Kenobi and I watched the first episode and went... All right, I'm going to bother Kevin at work to tell him that we're going to record a review because Kazi is quite busy um, with life and stuff, and he's not mad on doing the old television reviews all the time. Yeah. So I, I thought, yeah, no, Kevin, you're you'll be interested. I'm definitely interested. I, honestly, I've been, I've weirdly enough, I I like to watch a lot. Of, uh, I I like watching trailers. I'd say I'm a bit of a trailer watcher myself, mm-hmm. and um. This one was actually one I didn't watch many trailers for. I was still excited for it. I just didn't watch the trailers for it. So I'm fairly blind going into it. And I'm really happy I'm fairly blind going into it. Because it's like... I, I definitely think it's... Uh, it's very yeah. interesting. From so the first an interesting thing. Uh, you haven't watched many of the trailers. Would you be shocked in knowing that we got a lot of child Luke off in the distance. But we saw nothing of Leia in any of the trailers? Yeah, that like... That would genuinely be quite like odd to hear, given how those uh, these episodes have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I feel like that's really good marketing if they did it that yeah. way because <laughs> we'll really messes. Yeah, we'll get to that now in a second, but we'll start with uh, we're not going to go through the entire plot, but we'll touch huh. the fun parts. Um, it's te- it says roughly about ten years after the Empire started, the Jedi fell. Uh, yeah. when uh, Anakin got his legs chopped off uh, by jumping over the guy who says the high ground's not good for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that a direct quote? Yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've learned all the scripts off by heart. Like, uh, hey, Luke, I'm uh, the sacred text. Um, the <laughs> sacred text, yes. Uh, oh, no, not the sacred text, Yoda. Do you see what happened there? See? I know him yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Honestly, perfect, perfect. Like... Perfectly accurate uh, uh, recreation of that scene. And then Yoda's going, ah, shut up, you prick. Um, <laughs> which, to be fair, like, not the words-wise, but energy-wise, fairly accurate, you know? I think I think if Yoda said it, it would probably come out like, ah, you prick, shut up. <laughs> prick are you? Yes! I'll be my shut. But, uh, yes, uh, so... It's set around 10 years. We do get to um, see what happened 10 years prior. We see the Jedi Academy? The temp- Jedi Temple? Yeah, we see the temple. Yeah. Um, we see a bunch of kids training what I imagine is some sort of Jedi Feng Shui. Not Feng Shui. Yeah. That's the one where you move furniture. Feng Shui. Around. That's the one about furniture. The other one is the Tai Chi? I think, tai Chi. I think it's Tai Chi. It's, it's like a, it's a yoga thing they're doing. Hmm. Yeah. Um... And, and, yeah, and a bunch like, of kids with their uh, master, and uh-huh. suddenly, kaboom! Law, um, 
clone yeah, order 66 in. yeah order 66 6666? Oh no, Satan's involved. Uh, I can't believe Lucas was one number away from making a devil metaphor and he didn't do it. Uh, (laughs) It rhymes. So it'll be in the next trilogy, we'll get 666. Yeah, the next trilogy when somehow the Emperor has returned, but he's Satan this time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's only basically that in all of these anyway. Yeah, but now he has horns and a tail. Okay. Yeah, those clone tanks went weird. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, you know, we see um, this, look, these are kids, uh, they don't have their independent master yet, but they have an overall teacher teaching them about Jedi yoga. And, uh, yeah, they run through, and the Jedi um, master seems to be a woman um, who is amazing. Like, she blocks so many shots from multiple clone troopers, and they get into a certain distance. And did you hear about some of the um, theories about what the who the kids might be? Who the kids might no, I haven't I haven't heard. I assumed like just after watching that, I assumed some of them became inquisitors. Yes, so um, um there is a black kid there, uh, who looks very much like the third sister. Yeah, uh Reva was her yeah, name, Reva. I think. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. So um and just to jump to episode two, um the con man who tr- pretends to be a Jedi. A Jedi, yeah. Did you get vibes that he may have had some connection with the Jedi before when he? Because I, I have a feeling. Are you like one of the kids? I see. I would, I would assume he was one of the kids, except for the fact he clearly didn't have the Force. Um, yeah. Uh, but like, he might have been. He might like genuinely. If we're looking at other pieces of Star Wars media, for example, there has been examples where people forgot how to use the Force. And hold so, and the, maybe here's, here's the thing to be said. Like. He was just a youngling. Like, you know, the Force takes many years of training. Like, when we meet Anakin, like, who was the chosen one, he didn't start moving <clears throat> things around with his hand and the Force. He he was cheating at pod races, but he did that by accident. Yeah. Well, all those are kind of indirect things. And I think yeah. um, we even see Leia doing a little bit of that by how she, like, dodges blasts and stuff. Like, yeah. There seems to be a little bit going on. But we'll get to that in a moment. So um, we have all the running away from it and the Clone Wars, and we have um, we see Ben waking up ten years later. Mm. He's out in the desert. He's keeping an eye on Luke. Um, Owen isn't too happy. Um, Luke's uncle about him staring out. Yeah. Um, Obi Wan has a weird job where he slices up um, desert fish. Yeah, I, I actually I really like that detail. Yeah. With it, because I never thought, like, oh, Obi-Wan's been in the desert for all these years. He's had to watch Luke. What does he do with a day job? Like, I never once thought, how does he make ends meet? And, you know, it's a fair point because um, they don't take galactic credit out there in the, mm. you know, in the outer rims, like. Yeah, especially if you're dealing with. Oh, I'm going to feel like a fool in front of the Star Wars fans. Uh, Trandoshans, I think, are the guys. Those are the guys with the wings and the... Yeah, they're immune to Jedi mind tricks. Which is definitely not a plot contrivance. That's one hell of an evolutionary trait, isn't it? I know. Imagine uh, imagine your evolutionary trait is that you're, like, you're immune to force powers. How do, how, what's your natural predator that gives you that trait? <laughs> Ooh, I mean, it could be the Sith, the original Sith. Could, like could species, be. You know? Yeah. They, they just bullied these species for too long, and they went, 
Well, now we're just going to evolve a trait, and so we don't have to give you free podcasting bits. Podcasting bits? (laughs) Pod raising bits, that's it. Uh, The the Trandoshans, well-known podcasters in the Star Wars universe. Actually, I'm actually imagining... Um, just go back there and say that again because you went all woof. Oh yeah, I, I'm imagining the I'm imagining a Trandoshan voice on on a podcast. I actually don't hate that. That's <laughs> that's a hilarious thought. Chupula <laughs> Takuda. Oh, are you thinking? I think you're mixing. Wait, maybe I'm mixing up. Is Trandoshans the ones where Saboba? Who walks on his hands? Yeah, no, I, I feel like they both have hand. kind of the same voice, to be honest with you. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, it's what, a weird, what? grumpy alien man voice, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, Although one of them never speaks English. Yeah. Or whatever Star Wars English is. Yeah. Uh, let us know in the comments what is Star Wars English called. Still, stilling it. No, never. I'm losing that. I'm not going to go with that. It's probably something like Common Galactic or something like that. You know, probably. Um, but yes. So uh, Obi Wan is slicing up fish. He keeps a little bit of fish to the side, which his nasty boss doesn't seem to ever notice. uh, Yeah. Even though he's very skimpy on paying wages, you know. Yeah. It's I I genuinely could they show him like take a piece of meat three times in the episode? I genuinely thought it's going to be a like oh a rule of three the third time he's going to get caught yeah. or something like that. And that's where it shows he's a Jedi by like pushing him back or something like that or or mind tricking him. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. But no, they, they they didn't do that. So mm-hmm. there's just three scenes where he collects fish. Yeah. <laughs> we um, it's it's an interesting thing. So like at the end of uh, Revenge. Of the Sith, mm-hmm. uh, we get the impression that Obi Wan is doing this as his duty to protect Luke and make sure he's safe. But yeah. I think it has, in these last ten years, turned into more of a him trying to hold on to the past, remembering Anakin. Yeah, definitely. Because at this stage, he thinks Anakin is dead, and not just like Jedi dead. Like he thinks he's biologically. <laughs> Done, you know. Yeah, I mean, like you, if you were there and on Mustafar and you saw Anakin like that, I think your your best guess would be, yeah, he's good as dead. Yeah. Like, which I, means, I don't need to check for a pulse on this one. Which does make me think, like, do you not like, you know, just put him out of his misery? I mean, no. Like we we see that scene, he just walks away. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Know? Like a bit cold hearted, you know, just like, all right, go on, show me your neck. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and it's like all the while, Anakin's just screaming, "I hate you!" And then um, Palpatine comes along, where Anakin's like head is missing from the body, and they instead of taking the head, they take the body and put it in his Darth Vader suit. So, <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> and they put they put C three PO's head on. <laughs> Completely different Star Wars story now. Well, not too different, because uh, we see relatives of C-3PO, because Princess Leia is here. Yeah. Yeah, she is on, um, oh god, what was her plan again? Alderaan. 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 You're forgiven for not remembering it, because uh, spoilers for the movie, the first ever Star Wars movie, Alderaan doesn't last very long. I I always mix Alderaan up with um, her Maz home planet. Naboo. 
Naboo, Naboo. because, like, in my head, it's still weird that they did Naboo in the prequels and didn't do Alderaan. Because it yeah. makes so much sense that you actually build up some of this Alderaan history in the movies, you know? Yeah, but they went with a new Naboo. Maybe maybe because Gungans, they wanted to include Gungans. Gungans were really important. Wait, are you saying they wanted to include Gungans in potential sequel trilogies? Because that's no, the only uh, time where they become relevant if we try to preserve Naboo. No, what, what I'm saying is, like, the lore had already been stated that only people from Alderaan lived on Alderaan, I'm assuming. I'm, I don't know Star Wars lore. Maybe other non-Alderaanians lived there. But we know in Naboo, the Gungans lived there with the Naboo... Naboo. Oh, they're just called the Naboo. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that detail. Yeah. I guess, um, but again, there wasn't much lore on, like, Alderaan. You know, yeah. we just knew it was like she was princess of the plant and it was blown up. Yeah, Alderaan was basically a matte painting. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we see Alderaan. Um, interesting stuff. We see a lot of like the soldiers and people helping, and they all have similar kind of costumes to A New Hope, where um, they are on Leia's spaceship. And, yeah. Yeah, that was a nice um, because it took me a second. Why did they look that way? They seem familiar, and then I connected it. Um, Leia is a ten-year-old full of mischief. Um, she does an interesting thing, um, which I thought was a cool thing to the prequels. So her um, natural mother, um, Padme, uh, okay. she had stand-ins for her when she was a queen, oh, like lookalikes. <laughs> and Princess Leia does the exact same thing here because we see this girl being dressed and all that. And then it gets revealed that it's one of her friends or her servants, and she has escaped out into the countryside. And it's like, that's very Padme jeans coming uh, out there. I, I, I didn't even realize that reference. That's a good one. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Padme is just chilling out. She has a little robot friend. Leia. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Leia. Leia's hanging out yeah. in the uh, woods. She has her own tree. There's some sort of um, family meeting thing going on. She doesn't want to be part of it, you know. Yeah. Um, and she just wants to chill out in the woods. She doesn't like her cousins and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, she has a little robot. I, I can't remember the name of the robot just right now. Um, it's like it's it's something like Lola or something or Lolo. Hmm. Um, it's a little it's a little disc thing. It's closer to um. It's it's like it's very new Star Wars looking yeah. Yeah. robot companion. Yeah, like new. That, that's not a diss against it either, because I quite like robots like BB-8 and um, well, just BB-8, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. even remember the one from. Uh, well, yeah, it's kind of like a Skywalker. flat ladybug looking thing. That, mm-hmm. and we find that Leia is actually very respectable uh, towards. Uh, droids like she says thank you and all that stuff and even when she gets caught and like told to see her cousins and all this kind of stuff you know uh, she says thank you to um uh yo uh which which is a protocol droid yeah um and her cousin makes a point that you're a bit weird saying thank you to droids they're a lesser life form which i think is the first time they mentioned that droids are life form yeah, and then and then she turns to her cousin and goes L plus ratio plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Fell she absolutely like demolishes him. Yeah, the kid's um, great. Um, yeah, just honestly, absolutely fantastic. I I wasn't going into this looking for a great kid Leia, and yeah. I came out w- 
wishing I had wished for it because I would have gotten my wishes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vivian Lira Blair uh, plays Lear Organa. Yeah, she does it's such a great perfect. job. Oh, it's it's she cheeky, the, smartest, smarter than anyone in the room. You know, it's it's beautiful. The the best thing about this is that I one hundred percent can see this kid growing up uh, to become a leader in a rebel alliance yeah. who would, in front of the enemy dictator, flee with battle plans yeah. in, like, in view and then get caught and say they know nothing about what happened. Yeah, I'm a diplomatic place. mission. You know what you are. I, I 100% can see this kid growing up doing that. And mm. I like that's pitch-perfect casting for me. Yeah. Uh, she's absolutely fantastic. We don't actually see uh, really Luke all that much yet. Um, yeah, he has been cast, like... obviously, but um, we only really see him like off in the distance on top of his playing like pod race, mag- pretend pod racing, you know, yeah. all this kind of stuff. But yeah, uh, Leia gets uh, brought back in, and she absolutely demolishes um, her cousin. Um, and this is where. Um, Things start getting a bit weird. Um, well, not weird. Uh, she goes outside. Uh, like her dad, um, Boru. What's it called again? What's his uh, name? Oh, it's um. Oh, oh, her dad is. Oh God, you're going to kill me with this. I actually. Here's the thing. After I watched it, I'm like, I'm going to have to remember this because Dan's going to forget it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. Um. Well, I uh, believe it's called Bale Organa. That's it, Bale. Yes. God. <laughs> oh, how the turns of tables. Oh, I mean, we both sat there, like, struggling. You yes. you can't you can't claim victory here. We both lost. I think I can claim it. I just No, because I said you can't. I said you can't. Okay, so. okay, okay. Yeah, so, um, Bale Organa, uh, I think, is played beautifully here. Uh, mm-hmm. He knows his daughter. He, daughter. he makes a point to her saying, like, you are an Organa. In every way, as important you are, like hundred just because she's yeah. adopted, and I think that's always been the case in this as well. Like, you know, we do find out eventually that she's friend, um, obviously brothers with Luke, uh, brothers mm. sisters with Luke. Brother. <laughs> yeah, she's brother. Luke's brother. Interesting that's twist, plot twist. Um, but yeah, identical twins. You say? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There was that conversation again. But um, yeah, so. We she look. We know that she has been raised politically. We know she's a princess. <clears throat> we know she's as feisty as she ever been. But like she is out in the woods, and she gets kidnapped. Yeah. And I think I, I believe the main kidnapper is from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, <laughs> he is. I, 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 <laughs> that's such a weird thing. Mm. But I will. I will say about this specific chase scene. I think this was the only point when I was watching these two episodes back to back where I'm like, really. Because terrible it was these three, just absolutely these three adults, like <laughs> absolutely failing to stop this ten-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not sure you know this, audience, but ten-year-olds don't run very fast. Yeah, <laughs> and you can find that these kidnappers literally had to widen their steps sideways. So as they ran, they kind of ran bow-legged to <laughs> slow down their speed, um, and like making weird shortcuts trying to catch her. And it's just like, it was, okay. It was, like, bizarre <coughs> that, like, what we were looking at. Yeah. Um, it's especially when I'm fairly certain this galaxy does have stun gun technology. Yeah. Because 
Because I actually, here's the thing, I know it does have stun gun technology because it was used on Leia in episode four. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, by Leia in episode eight. So, like, this is a stage where I thought, okay, they kidnapped her because uh, they want to bounty her or whatever it is. But we'll, because we watched episode two, we'll mention it now. Uh, they kidnapped her uh, because they want to bring Obi Wan out of hiding. And I, I, I really like that. Um, not like for the kidnappers. Kidnappers are just kind of like your average goon villains kind of mm. thing. Um, but it it does help make uh, Reva, the third sister, actually somewhat more intimidating as an intellectual threat mm. uh, for for Obi Wan. I, I think that yeah. goes a long way more than I. I will say, I will. Say, I, I'm probably going to say I will say a lot because I say it a lot. Yeah. But I will say that I I'm not a huge fan of Reva from these two episodes so far. Oh. Um. So I I felt she was a bit. This is going to sound weird, given that she's the antagonist. But she was a bit too antagonistic. <laughs> um, She's a little she was, chaotic. She's a little bit yeah. Like these people less than us, in like flat out attacking. Yeah, that that's more so a taste thing. That's not my favorite type of villain yeah. who just goes around saying, "I'm going to cut your hands off," like to every like poor person she meets. Yeah. By the way, actual scene that happened in the episode, she yeah. threatened everyone. She cut everyone's hands off. Oh. Um, but like, as I I I see like the good things they're doing with her character. And um, she's probably, there, there's, a, I won't, I'll save it for like, scene later in the episode two. That's a bit, I'm not sure how she's going to talk her way out of it in episode three. That's <laughs> mm. all I'm going to say for now. But see, don't you um, think now, because there's a hint at her um, having been a Padawan. Yeah. And Obi-Wan being, her having obviously a very certain distaste towards Obi-Wan. Like she's hunting for him more than anyone else. I I'd say if she is the Padawan, I'd say it's very possible that she's the Padawan. Yeah. That she we know that she knows about Anakin. Yeah. Um as Anakin. So it's very possible that she in some way would blame Obi-Wan for letting all of the stuff happen. But at the same time, she's on the Empire side. So I'm not sure that the exact motivation they'd go for, but probably something to that effect. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the idea that um, she has been indoctrinated, she's been pulled in, tortured yeah. by Vader throughout the years, and then trained, you know, to be his lackey. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if Vader would have trained her or it would have been the, the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, but I mean, um, they all kind of work underneath Vader, don't they? Yeah. And they all get the spinny lightsaber. Hmm. Except her, who doesn't get the spinny lightsaber. She actually, she does. does um, she? You can see, she, she doesn't spin it, but I think it's a spinny lightsaber. Because it, it has looks a like, handle thing, like a round thing. I don't think it has to the whole way around. Well, I think in, I, I didn't watch Rebels, but I saw, I've seen clips from Rebels, and the Inquisitors are in Rebels. Yeah. Um, And their, their handles do that. They flip open, so it's a circle. Okay. And they uh, they gain the spinning thing. I'm fairly certain that happens anyway. Hmm. And you know why not do that? Because it's a cool lightsaber you can sell toys of. Um, well, we, we already saw the spinning in the second episode as well. Yeah, 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 yeah from the so, Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, 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 Grand. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, sure, it'll be the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, sure, it's yourself. 
Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so we get. Yeah, where were we? We we went on a uh, like we talked about Leia. We're at yeah. Leia, and we went on a tirade. We went to the third sister. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, Leia is kidnapped, and her dad is like, "Ah, no." And the Inquisitors are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Inquisitors are also still on Tatooine, and they're trying to find a Jedi. And there is a Jedi there um, who tried to protect a barman and all this kind of stuff. And he fi- eventually yeah. finds Obi Wan um, after La- uh, Owen gives Obi Wan a big given out to say, why did you give Luke a toy? And it's the same toy Luke plays with in The New Hope as well. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, I thought it was a nice little nod as well. Um, but, yeah, so he stops and says, look, you're Obi-Wan, I need your help. And Obi-Wan's just like, oh, it's not me, I'm Ben. Ha <laughs> ha um, Which is very much the opposite of how he was in The New Hope. Because mm. the moment he says, I'm looking for um, Ben Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, he goes, ah, that's me. Well, of course I know yeah, he's him. Just, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the show gets to that point for him. Yes, yeah, so uh, Jedi uh, basically finds Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan's very much like, oh, no, no, no. Look, just hide, bury your uh, lightsaber off in the desert and live a normal life, you know? Yeah. And he's like, you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. What the hell has happened in the last 10 years? And he doesn't really answer. He just kind of looks away. And honestly, um, and you know, sadly, we find out later on in the episode that he's basically been hung, even though yeah, he, yeah, they, they don't show. Well, did they? I don't think they show him being like Mm-mm. hanged or anything, but he he does his body is hanging from like a like an archway. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a bit of a wake up call for Obi Wan as well. Yeah, uh, who who gets a call when he gets back and. It's uh, Leia's dad saying, we need your help. You know, she needs you. Which is obviously another little nod to uh-huh. my own hope and all this kind of stuff. Help us, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Everyone only help. Um, but, uh, yeah, it continue- so eventually, even though he says, look, find someone else, you'd be better off. Um, Leia's father uh, comes to Tatooine himself. I will say, when I first saw that hood, I was like, who could this be? I was thinking uh-huh. some other Jedi has snuck up. Honestly, I've been looking for Mace Windu. <laughs> you know? Oh, God. You're going you're, like, you're to be waiting for Mace Windu a while now, I think. Mm. But yeah. Um, and eventually, um, Obi-Wan decides to become a Jedi again. He goes out in the desert, unburies his uh, his lightsaber and Anakin's lightsaber. Right. Which, interestingly, uh, so at the end of Rise of Skywalker, we see Leia bury lightsabers. Right? No, it's Ray. Ray bury them. Well, who did I say? You said Leia. Oh, Ray, yeah, Leia. No, <laughs> Leia wasn't around anymore. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, Ray buries the lightsabers. Interestingly, she buries them without any cloth around them. She just puts them on the ground and let the desert take them. So, like, she's done yeah. it. Obi-Wan unburies them, and they're in a nice box, covered in a shawl, like he's still protecting that time. 
And I, I think it's it's even the same box, or at least a similarly designed box, the box that you see in A New Hope, hmm. that he, he takes the lightsaber out to give to Luke. Hmm. So obviously, whatever happens between then and now, he's okay with being a bit closer. With it being yeah. a little bit, you know, to him. But yeah, uh, we see Obi-Wan. Uh, he heads off planet. He has a lightsaber on his side. He's able to track the ship. And he comes to this cyber punky world of neon lights and... <laughs> very blade runner yeah looking very blade planet. Runner looking planet yes indeed there is and he uh starts going hunting now and he's aware at this stage you know don't use lightsabers don't use the force because yeah. anyone who sees it will try and catch him yeah and he, ha- he hasn't up until like this point <laughs> like these two episodes he hasn't used the force yet no. at all which I was astounded by, given how lackadaisical he usually is about it. Hmm. Um, isn't the same guy who Jedi mind tricks a guy next to him at the bar to, into rethinking his entire life for selling death sticks? Yeah. That must have been a mind fuck for that dude. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he wakes up the next morning and he's like, <sighs> well, what am I doing? Should I go back to death sticks? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, he he finds his way to where Leia is um, but like he goes in and he sees this shadow of a little girl and obviously it's not a little girl it's some pots and pans or clove over it something like that and it turns out that the whole deal was them trying to capture Obi-Wan yeah and he uh... <laughs> these three guys they pin Obi-Wan to the wall Hmm. And they're like, oh, the the third sister, she's coming for you now. The Inquisitor's paying a lot of money to get you, a lot of credits. And then he like immediately dupes them, uh, and and escapes using a cloud of drugs. I think, yeah, and it's yeah, a cloud of drugs. Um, I, because I guess the would... entire place he was in was like a drug den, the spice. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, he he got he got given them as a free sample by a girl on the street earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he was like, I'm looking for a girl. And he's like, you don't find any girls here. Here, have a free yeah. sample. I'll make you forget about it real yeah. quick. And the way he found this place was because he heard of a Jedi who knew all the secrets around here. And yeah. that Jedi could help him. And that Jedi was played by Kamal. Kamal? Kamal? Uh, I think it's Kamal. Kamal. Uh, Nanjiani. Uh, yeah. Great comedian. And he wasn't Marvel, but we won't mention the movie. Um... Honestly, he's the best part of the movie that he's in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, which movie was that, Kevin? Um, it's the one that's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you like it, that's fine. But yeah. you can't admit that it's good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it turns out, you know, uh, we see him looking, Obi-Wan looking at him when he's like, helping this a mother and daughter trying to get off planet like bring, by bringing a lightsaber to him and using a mind force trick yeah so yeah uh Kumail and gianna um which i said definitely in a weirdly italian accent uh, the weirdest way i've heard that name pronounced yeah, yeah. um i'm sorry Kumail. um uh, it's on me um but yes uh we find out that this guy is obviously using magnets and pretending to use mind tricks and all this kind of stuff to make a little extra credit and all this kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, 
And Obi-Wan kind of bullies him and gets information from him and, you know, calls him a rat for what he does. And he says, look, I like credits. It doesn't mean I'm a bad guy. You know. Yeah. I have to kind of agree with him. Like, he is literally in a place full of, like, horrible people, drug dens, and exploitation. All he's doing is little magic tricks, you know? Hmm. Like, he's making, he, he, is he exploiting poor people a little bit? But is he actually giving them what they want? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I can't, I can't fault him. He's a bit grey, but he's not a hmm. bad, bad person. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, he kidnaps. Uh, they try to kidnap him. Uh, he escapes, and Obi-Wan, no, you're talking about Obi Wan. Yes, no, Obi Wan. Not to come. Yeah. Uh, no, he just gives him the information. <laughs> off he goes, um, and Obi Wan finds Leia, and tries to peg it. Around this stage, uh, the third sister uh, makes a big push, and she's trying to find Obi-Wan and the Grand Inquisitor comes along to her and says, hey, uh, you're dirt. You're, you're part of the sewer. Mm-hmm. You're worse than us in every way. Which makes me think again, she's probably um, a like a, like one, a, I think so. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or a youngling, even. Because, hmm. like, I mean, the it, it means more so that she was definitely found poor and struggling to survive which does lend to her being one of the younglings because I imagine once they left the Jedi Temple they were kind of on their own mm. um, because going to be, like most of the Jedi would have the Jedi I think recruit kids from all over the place yeah, yeah. like her, her parents probably on some random nowhere planet like light years away and she had not a chance to ever seen them again yeah, because you know the Jedi are good people who would yeah. do that to a child. Yeah, and that was definitely the story of the prequels that the Jedi's were the good guys. Yeah, it wasn't. If you pay attention, it's very clearly said it was like they're highly flawed, pe- flawed people. <laughs> uh, they, they also they also show that like George Lucas is great at writing a comedy if he's not trying. Mm. <laughs> If he's trying to write a drama, it makes the funniest thing ever. Yeah. But, uh, yes. So, you know, that they're, they're trying... So, like, then Chris is like, no, you're useless. Go head back home. And she goes like, oh, i show you how useless I am. And she sends out a bounty for Obi-Wan across planet saying, he's here. Get him. You yeah. Know? And, like, basically, that entire town seems to just be assassins and yeah, like- mercenaries. At least a high population of it are all tuned in to whatever whatever the bounty hunter equivalent of Twitter is. Because mm. all of them get the same, like, notification going, Obi-Wan's here. And, like, they're all, like, sitting around tables and stuff and all of their ba- little, like, holographs or holograms are going up being like, hey, go catch Obi-Wan. <laughs> and, like, and Obi-Wan's suddenly, like, yeah, we are screwed. Let's go hide in an alleyway. Yeah. So yeah, hi, they hide in Alloway. Uh, Leia's like, "Are you a Jedi?" Because I saw you that, and he was like, uh, "No, don't worry about it." He says, "What's your name?" It's like, "It's Ben." No, it's not. I know when you're lying. She seems very inquisitive, and she kind of be yeah. able, she's able to read people, and she pegs it. Yeah, right. she she just 
she's like gone and there's an entire chase sequence where like obi-wan while like fighting off bounty hunters has to try and like chase leia and also make sure she's safe Hmm. because she is in one of the most dangerous cities that i think as has been in star wars um like definitely up there this makes this makes uh, Mos Eisley seem not like yeah. a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, maybe a little bit wretched, like run down and yeah, a bad community. Honestly, I think I think Obi Wan was always a bit judgmental of Mos Eisley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, although, if we, I'm, I'm going to put this out there now. If we get an episode later on where we find out why he hates Mos Eisley so much, I'd really like that. Mm. Like, it's just some. Like, I don't care if it's something stupid. Like, he just got ripped off or something. Like, <laughs> he's just bitter about it as an old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> You're charging how much for these converters? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... she They're on a, a run now, and uh-huh. he's shouting after her, and they're uh, going across rooftop. And Leia, this is where I was think Leia has some force abilities that are kind of showing up. She seems to be able to dodge the uh, shots at her, like yeah. at a moment's notice. She seems to just jump out of the way and move a different direction. Um, but it gets to a stage where she jumps and she doesn't reach the other side and she catches the cable halfway down. And it kind of harks back to her saying like, make me float, I want to fly and all this kind of stuff. And he's um. like, no, no, absolutely not. But um, he she falls and he uses the force mm-hmm. to dampen her fall and she's all right. Yeah, it's the fir- first time he's used the force in this series so far. Mm. And it was to save Leia, which I think is pretty cool. This there. Mm. Uh, they continue running and they're stopped by the con man um again, and he's like, "Look, yeah. go here. This will bring you safely somewhere where you can be hurt." Uh, helped. Here's your, the proof of that. And he's like, "How can I trust you?" And he just makes point. Look, I'm not that bad of a guy, mm. you know. Yeah, I'm making them a little bit poor, but they get off planet, and they're safe, you know. And I like having credits, like you know, credits can buy mm. you stuff. And I'm very he, honest. Yeah, and t- he, to be fair to his credit, look, I'll hold him off. And he goes back, and he, you know, he meets the third sister, and like she, like. Jedi pulls things out of his mind, I think. Yeah, she does the thing like that Kylo Ren does, where he just like holds his hand up to someone's head, like force extracts information from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and like she she manages to find out where Obi Wan's going from it. I will say though, he doesn't seem in nearly as much pain as when Kylo does it, so I think Kylo might just be bad at it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe she's bad at it because they're not in pain. One or the other. Um, but so yeah, she she finds out where uh, Obi Wan and Leia are headed. So they they barely get to the cargo port, and they're they have a bit of a conversation. There's a really nice moment where they're having a conversation, and she's acting like all she's acting the way she's been acting the whole time, and and Obi Wan just kind of stands back and smiles and he goes, "You remind me of an old friend I knew." And he, like he doesn't say Padme, but like he Do you talks know what's so about stupid about. For me, I was like, "Oh, which one is it?" And I was like, "Was it who was I thinking of? Who was Anakin's Padawan again? Ahsoka." I was like, "Is it Ahsoka?" That, oh my god, <laughs> live action Obi Wan is reference to Ahsoka. And then it was like, 
I was like, I was thinking of a few ones, and and it was like, oh no, it's it's Pat. Yeah, yeah. But he <laughs> says, oh, she became a great leader. I said, well, Ahsoka kind of led a few. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so was, hey, that was like the last thing he said about her too. It took you um, but um, yeah. So like, it's a really nice moment. It's nice to see like Padme get some love, um, because I feel like Padme kind of gets forgotten after the trilogy. Um, um, I mean, we could say she kind of got forgotten after the episode two by the trilogy itself. I mean, she's her being pregnant is an important point of episode three. Um, yeah, I suppose, but. But, like, the only other thing I can think of is the, um, the, and I wonder if they're going to reference this in the series, the moment in episode six that is a, a major continuity error, where Leia talks about knowing who her birth mother, like, having seen her birth mother. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting if they reference that in the series, like, they had her force ghost or something. Um, yeah, I always just put down to force powers, having some sort of memory, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's very possible for them to do. I don't necessarily think they will do it, but I think it'll be interesting to see. Um, there, there's a there's a few like I'm I'm interested to see where we're going. We're only in episode two of of what I assume is six. I haven't uh I haven't checked how yeah. the episode count is. Um, but the I'm I mean, there's there's a lot of things they can still do, and uh, we haven't even finished talking about what happened at the end of the episode. So after after the nice little conversation about Padme, uh, the third sister shows up, and you're expecting a big lightsaber fight. I'll, I'll say that this show has been actually very action, uh, not action less, yeah, but action light. Yeah, it uses action when it needs to. Yeah, I'd, I'd like I'd even go so far as to say the first episode is a little slow, but mm. slow in a good way. Mm. Um, it's like it's paced very well, even if it's slow. Um, and the the second episode is is a bit faster paced. It has a bit more action in it because like we're getting into the plot a bit more. But near at the end of the episode, the first sister shows up. Obi Wan tells. Uh, Leia to go into the ship and, and, and wait wait for him and he'll be right behind her which I think is, it, that might be a reference to um, I might be pulling it like thin air here, but, but it might be a reference to Tatooine in episode 1 yeah, where yeah. Qui-Gon told Anakin to go ahead Yeah. Um, but uh, so you're expecting this like this Qui-Gon versus like Darth Maul type match to happen hmm. but no, Obi Wan just kind of hides. He never like opens his lightsaber nope. the entire uh, the entire two episodes. But um, so like he hides from her, and as she's like stalking him around the cargo bay, she's like taunting him and trying to like use his fear. Like it's very interesting. They're they're going for a different emotion when hunting Obi Wan than they did were going for like Luke or anyone. Because when they were going for Luke, um, they. Uh, Darth Vader pulled from his anger. Yeah, I mean uh, the whole the thing they mention is that a hunter, uh, hunter, a Jedi hunts themselves. Yeah, like they can't help but get themselves evolved. So it makes sense they're going after their emotions. Yeah, you know, but it's like that. That's how that's how like 
Sith would target Jedi because emotions lead to the dark sides in Star Wars like, yeah. lore. Not not like emotions in general, but like very strong emotions can like push you that way. Passionate emotion. Mm. Um, and so she's trying to evoke fear specifically and specifically the fear of Anakin and having to face what he did. Who is... Dun, bum, bum, dun, dun. Dun. Alive. Alive. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. It's the most well-known twist in cinema history. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, saved for an end of second episode twist. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, it was still a fantastic reveal, uh, especially because yeah. we see her killing the Inquisitor um, very quickly, which is a shame because he's, yeah. he's great. He's very kind of oh, like. I would. I would have loved if he was around the entire show. But, he still might be. Um, he still might be. <laughs> nothing stopping him. Hmm. Um, but yeah, we see um, Obi Wan and the kids escape, and you know, obviously, there's going to be a big hunt for them. And Obi Wan is in like trauma. He he. We have yeah. a camera zoom up to his face, and then poof, we see Vader or Anakin. Yeah. It is back to tank. The the be- the best thing about it is that like the moment before it like flashes. Uh, to Anakin in the in the tube, because um, it's him, no suit on. He's like floating in a tube. He's got the respirator on. Hmm. Um, but the moment for it, he says Anakin, which is like is shorthand in like Star Wars in general. That characters can communicate through the Force to each other from long distances, and they usually do it opening with the name. Yeah. Um, like it's that's evocative of of Episode Five. Near the end, when when Luke is escaping in the Millennium Falcon, he's sitting there covered in a fucking blanket, and he's just sitting there like father, and like you can tell that Darth Vader like heard it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I I don't think I'm gonna have a full conversation, but they're both aware of each other now. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be stupid if they had a full Force conversation with each other where they saw each other <laughs> in the same room? That would be yeah. so weird if they did that. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> It's just like, why wouldn't they be doing that the whole time? Yeah, <laughs> so weird. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so uh, that was the end for this week. Mm, Have you been enjoying Obi-Wan Kenobi? I, I've really been enjoying it. I'm looking forward to the next couple episodes. I, I'm not going to say like I, I love, love the show yet, because we're only two episodes in. Yeah. Um, But I am really enjoying it. Do you want a weird thing that is... That it's that when I was watching the first episode specifically more so than the second, but when I was watching the first episode, I I had this weird and it's probably just because it's Ewan McGregor in it, but I had this weird connection I kept making in my mind where I'm just watching and I'm like this reminds me of Doctor Sleep, <laughs> okay, which is um that movie uh, the movie came out like, two or three years ago, um yeah. it was the sequel to The Shining, mm. um. And, and Ewan McGregor's in that movie, and there's like a few scenes in this that really made me go, "Oh, that reminds me." Of the specifically, scenes where like he's he's doing the whole like downtrodden man has made mistakes in his life, and he lets them weigh him down. Especially the scene where he wakes up from the nightmare, um, uh, in episode one, because that's like this very similar to a scene in in, in Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Uh, which not exactly the same because there's no zombie baby, but um, spoilers for Doctor Sleep, I guess too. Yeah, Should have yeah, said yeah. That. there you go. It's 
zombie babies in the first half hour. It's fine. Okay. Uh, I think it's the first half hour. I hope it is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm looking forward to what's more to come. Um, it does really feel like McGregor never really stopped being Obi Wan. Like he slipped yeah. back into that so majestically well. Yeah, he his he he's my Obi Wan. Like I like I I love McGinnis. You know. Yeah. He's he's. He's good as Obi-Wan, but he's not McGregor. Well, I, I think just, it's, for me at least, um, so, Alec McGinnis was my first Obi-Wan. I watched the mm-hmm. original Star Wars movies before the prequels, and yeah. I love him, the childhood memories. The thing is, though, like, McGregor has just played Obi-Wan more. Yeah. You know, I think that's just the reality of it, and I, I like, I kind of said to a friend of mine, like, this is definitely my flavour of Star Wars. Like, I love love the original series, but god damn, I do have a uh, soft spot for the prequels. You know, yeah. and the actors that were involved and the story and world they were building, you know, like, it, it's good stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I've, you know this, I've gone on record saying my favourite Star Wars movie, and I can't wait to say this in, for the comment section to lambast yeah. me over it. My favourite Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith. Uh, it's the best of the prequels. Yeah, like, that... Yeah. I, I don't care if it's the best movie. I just care that I love Revenge of the Sith. And this movie feels like it was made for me. Or not this movie. This series feels kind of made for me. Because yeah. it's like directly from Revenge of the Sith. But the thing is, I think um, this, this is like, more it's, I think it's a beautiful actual mix though between the prequels and the original series. Yeah. Like just from vehicles that drive and places they go to. Like I even think Obi-Wan has aged a bit in his voice. Yeah. You know, he's he's getting a little bit closer to Alec McGuinness. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really like I'm looking forward to like how they're going to transition him through the because oh, we've got hopefully I, four more episodes. Yeah, yeah, hopefully more for us. Yeah. But I want to mention one thing. Uh, yeah, the clone trooper. Oh yes, yeah. I almost oh my god, that was such a nice detail. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think he is going to be an actor that they are never going to get rid of from now. Oh, <laughs> so good! I loved it. Like, and also obviously a mirror to like how people treat the um, retired and veterans of the militaries in certain countries, yeah. <clears throat> America. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, obviously, we could uh, people could do more for their veterans, uh, and then obviously we see Obi Wan walking away and instantly bumped in the shoulder by a stormtrooper, seeing the new yeah. kid on the block. You know, yeah. Oh, that was such a oh god! I love that scene, okay. like, especially because he see he sees this retired clone trooper who's clearly like shit out of luck. Yeah. Um. So he's collecting credits in his old helmet. Yeah. Um. And, like, Obi-Wan, who is a Jedi who was affected by Order 66, still gives him the credits. Yeah. But Cause... also, like, he's ter- probably terrified of his- having this guy see him as well. Yeah. Recognize him. Because Obi-Wan was a major general in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, on- honestly. And, like, and there's also, like, a factor of Obi-Wan had was a friends with a lot of the clones yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so like, th- this, this, might, this might be, like, for for all he knows, this might be someone he knew that like neither of them just recognize each other anymore. Yeah. Um. Honestly, that might be like even a metaphor for himself at that point in the story. You know? How do you mean? Like, just like he's an aging veteran. You know? Yeah, absolutely. 
um, he doesn't know his place anymore in the world. What he should be doing. Exactly. Like I, th- there's an interesting if they, if there's more like symbolism like that going forward, I could imagine it being more closely tied. For now, it's just me making a like a half baked hypothesis. Yes. Yeah. After seeing that scene, um, but I could definitely I could definitely see that being a thing if if they lean into those themes going forward. They kind of are because like Leia keeps mentioning how old uh, how old Obi Wan is. Yeah. 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 Um, also, now we we're starting to see how Leia seems to know Obi Wan as well. Like, yeah, because we see in New Hope, she does seem to like have a like. I need you, Obi Wan. You're my only hope. Yeah. She doesn't say my parents. They they told me about you. You know, there there is one thing where like she mentions how he helped her father out years prior, which like he does. He does. He does. He doesn't do that, but it's a bit it's a bit impersonal, but like yeah. that's a minor continuity thing, especially since those Obi-Wan and Leia never talked on screen together um, yeah. before this. This is this is the first time Obi-Wan and Leia have ever spoken to each other in Star Wars canon. I think they only saw each other maybe briefly as well when she ran onto the Millennium Falcon and Yeah. He was looking and seeing them going on there. Which I yeah. wonder now, is there going to be a moment that we didn't see where she stops on the ramp and looks at him as well? Honestly, there, there's, a, there's a scene, um, I think, not a scene, at the beginning of, of, the, of, of the series, um, they did like a previously on where they uh, summarized the relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan through the prequels, yeah. which... Not 100% necessary. I think if you're watching mm-hmm. this specific series, you've probably seen all the prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I kind of, like, this is, this, I kind of would like, if at the end of this series, they do a sort of epilogue. Oh, yeah, we, we see everything going on, maybe have a quick Leia moment. Yeah, where we, like, not just a Leia moment, but they recontextualize some, some Obi-Wan scenes going forward. Oh, the people um, who make, like, fan videos are going to love this. They're going to, like, make music videos of cutscenes yeah. of the show mixed with, like, oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, like, I also like how um, you could definitely... This is me talking about A New Hope now, not even the Kenobi show, I'm realizing. But, like, in that scene, um, you can see him smile as, as Leia runs on the Millennium Falcon and Luke is there, and he's, like, he's finally got the twins together. Yeah. Um, that That's nice. And it's something I, I like about Star Wars because you know for a fact that um, Lucas hadn't planned that yet. <laughs> they hadn't. Oh, we but could even like... just have a scene maybe um, at the end of Return of the Jedi and it's just him on the moon with the Ewoks oh. and just standing from distance looking at both of them. Oh, yeah. You know. Honestly, him... Here's here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. You redo the Endor scene. Yeah. But you have, um, I, I guess you're it, you're removing Alec Guinness, which is unfortunate. But you have Yoda, um, Obi Wan, and Hay- Hayden Christensen and Anakin. Yeah. I know people aren't a huge fan of of that. I edit. am not a I'm, fan of that. Edit. I'm. I'm fine with it if they do it in this. Oh, because... you know would be better though. It, it literally have just a scene where they, they still let the Luke one happen, and then like just have a Leia moment where she just like turns around and she only sees one of the um, Jedi spirits. Yeah, and it's 
the younger Obi-Wan, Hugh McGregor, because that's who uh, she the would one, recognize. That's who she knew. Oh, that's yeah. so good, man. You're smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he just he kind of looks up and just smiles, and she's like, huh? And that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I genuinely would kind of love that. Yeah. And, um... That's actually another thing. That's another thing that reminded me of Doctor Sleep is that it's Ewan McGregor working with a young girl as part of the main plot. <laughs> I love that the main push from Disney at the moment with Luke over the years has been like, yeah, Luke's okay, but do you see Princess Leia? She's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> and she it's always almost... has been and will be. <laughs> it's almost an apology. <laughs> yeah, it always reminds me of that because no, she was she was quite strong in the movies as well. But yeah, she was definitely took the oh, she's a princess that needed hap- needed helping as well, which was a bit weird. But um, I meant more an apology for the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, what was it? Um, I still remember like that meme someone has, and it's just Leia having her arms around Luke's shoulder, and it's like when that time, um, you know, you know, Leia strong when uh, she comforts Luke, who just lost his karate teacher for one day after losing her entire planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I, you know, honestly, like, I, I like, I liked Leia before. I'm beginning to really love Leia as a character. Yeah. The more like side stuff that's coming out. Even her running um, through the um, forest as a kid gave me like Dagobah and like. Um, like, uh, Rise of Skywalker flashback scenes where she yeah. trained under Luke in the forest. You know, honestly, I slight missed opportunity. They might have done it, and I just didn't notice. But slight missed opportunity. They could have put the Dagobah chase music there, like a mix of it, while she was getting chased through the the forests. Yeah, I definitely want to pay attention more to musicals. I saw a few shifts here and there, but I wasn't really paying attention enough to. Yeah, I I I regret not paying attention as much as much as I should have. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, I did not watch these in work. Um, <laughs> I will say I these are the first um, subtitles. On. This is the first Star Wars TV show that I've seen that I'm like, I'm going to be rewatching this eventually. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like the Mandalorian and I like the Book of Boba Fett, but this is the first where I'm like. Yeah, I I want to rewatch this. This is going to be like part of my watching of the Star Wars movies at yeah. the moment. Anyway, like it like it could still turn to shit. Let's be real. But, if, if the ending completely completely fucks it, you know. Yeah, it was just like I know Vade her and Obi Wan just reunite us. No, we can be friends again. Um, honestly, there's like I'm I will say there is one fear I have for the series. Um, going forward, is you have to be so careful about having Obi-Wan meet Vader. Because in Star Wars canon now, there's two very important meetups between Obi-Wan and Vader. Yes. And adding a third is a bit wobbly, in my opinion. Okay, it depends. Because, so, it goes back to Vader's lines that when we last met, I was a student and you were the teacher, but now I am, yeah. you know, and it it depends on the master, and it really depends now, like Obi-Wan basically has to bloody ruin Vader, like he has to really beat him in a big way to appear yeah. as the master compared to Vader. Which, in this specific series, is a bit difficult to see, because not only 
is, and not only do we know that Anakin is just straight up stronger than Obi-Wan, like, the only advantage Obi-Wan had in the fight on Mustafar is experience. Yeah, and that's, um, yeah, exactly. Um, and, and the fact that, that he knew how Anakin fought. Yes, he, like, he could, like, he's taught Anakin everything yeah. he knew. Um, yeah. So, so that, that's, that's, like, that's the only advantage he had in that fight. Yeah. And now he's going up against, uh, he's going up, if he goes up against Anakin again, not only is he going up against someone who is physically stronger than him, has probably been training for 10 years in different ways to kill, um, but also, uh, who is literally the physical embodiment of everything he has feared for his entire, like, for the last 10 years of his life, um, which I think is a bit difficult to be intimidating during. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing, right? So I I watched Rebels, and in the Rebels moment, we have Darth Maul, and he comes in contact with Alec McGuinness, um, Obi-Wan, right? Yeah. And they have a standoff. And Obi-Wan... I, so I'm not sure when the standoff ha- happens because I I do remember we see Luke in the distance as a kid running home. Um, so I, I I want to say it's set when he's like eleven or twelve rather than set before the ten years because it doesn't really make sense if the Alec McGuinness stuff happens before this show. Yeah, yeah, I... it wouldn't be my. But Alec McGuinness, um, for people who haven't watched, um. Rebels, his Obi-Wan has a battle with Darth Maul, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful few episodes. And here, look, skip a minute or two ahead if you want to, don't want to know what happens. Uh, okay, if you're still listening, it's on you. Uh, it's three hits of the lightsaber, and Darth Maul is down. Obi-Wan has perfected his fighting so much that he doesn't need the jump around. He doesn't need the flipping. He doesn't need a long going battle. The battle was already decided before they even started fighting. And I like to think that by the time we get to the end of the series, Obi-Wan has not only got back who his abilities from the past, but has now tempered himself. He has let go of the guilt of what happened to Anakin, of Musafar, and Qui-Gon the spirit has potentially returned to him. Because we do see he he calls out for Qui Gon yeah. after his nightmare, he, and I was like, "Is it gonna happen? Is it gonna go? Is it gonna happen?" Ah! <laughs> we're, we're just waiting for that Liam Neeson needle to drop. Yeah, I don't you even know. mind if it's just a voice. Like that's okay with me, you know. Yeah, because that, that's fair. Because I think they made a point that his training um, wasn't complete enough to appear physically, but his spirit remained. So I don't huh. care if Liam Neeson's voice comes through; that'd be fucking amazing. But I think this show will be about Obi-Wan letting go of the past. Because, remember, when we start watching A New Hope, he makes a point that Darth Vader killed Anakin. At this stage, Obi-Wan still feels he did this to Anakin. Yeah. So he hasn't, he hasn't come to the point where he, he's, he believes Darth Vader. Cause, actually, yeah, because he didn't even know about Darth Vader. No, um, which I, is a bit of an odd thing to think about that there was a point in this, in this like universe where Darth Vader was kind of an unknown entity. 
Well, at least... Well, no, I wouldn't at say... At least to the Outer Rim. I wouldn't say that Obi-Wan doesn't know about Darth Vader, but Obi-Wan doesn't know that Anakin is Darth Vader. Well, well no, he would, because in um, Episode 3, when they were looking at the, the logs, uh, like the security oh, logs, he they, does. they see... They see um, they see Sidious like uh, naming right, him Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah, no, he he has a bit more of a gap. It's like now rise, Darth Vader. Vader! <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he does have Vader. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay, so he does know name, but he, again, we're out in the outer rim. Um, he's just working at, at a fish farm, yeah. and. I guess you're right, and he has seemed to put his that life behind him as well. Like he doesn't try to recognize, he doesn't think of it. He is yeah. old Ben. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really, really interested because it's like at the end of episode two, Leia has been rescued for all intents and purposes. And then we might get another episode where they're on the way back to Alderaan and all the troubles that that has. I really do hope that she gets returned to her home because I do not want this to turn into like the Mandalorian or Bad Batch or which one else is there? Like, it just seems like Disney at the moment is all about sad dad finds child randomly (laughs) and then looks for after her. I don't want this to happen. Not to say I don't know those things, but bit one note hey just just be glad they didn't do pedro pascal again just because that's the only role he knows how to do yeah 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 <laughs> looking forward to him playing joel and the last of us uh yeah um we'll leave that for another podcast yeah. <laughs> but yeah hopeful for the future uh kevin will be joining me again next week yes i will um, It'll probably be shorter than this episode because uh, we really yeah. got into it there. Uh, yeah, there'll, there'll only be one episode yeah. next time. Uh, yes, and we'll probably try to pay a bit more attention to the uh, music motifs that happen as well, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Um, um, go on, Kevin. Do you have any yeah, so, but, yeah, before we go, do you have anything like you think you think of um, like immediately where you're like, I would love if that happened or if this character showed up in the show. Do you have anything like in your mind? If you say Mace Windu, I'll give you a slap. But... <laughs> okay, I won't say him, but you know what I was going to say. Yeah, but, I know. Um, I hear there's rumors of Trey Parker. Trey Parker? Ooh! Yeah, uh, Darth Maul. It does kind of mess with the Rebel thing a little bit. Because, yeah. But I wouldn't mind him showing up in some other area. Maybe he doesn't even show up against Obi-Wan, but I would love to see Obi-Wan and live-action Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. Because we've already yeah. seen a member of a species as well. Yeah, I, I honestly, I do think that Disney probably wants to do something with Darth Maul, because not only did we get... We got him appearing in Rebels. Yeah. Um, We got him and um, appearing in Solo. Clone Wars as well. And Clone Wars. Um, but we got him appearing live action again in Solo. Yeah. I can't remember if he was played by Troy Parker in Solo. I think he was, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was only a tiny little appearance there, and but it was nice like to a, see him again. He's like a mob lord in us, you know? Yeah, which is a bit different. I, I, I haven't seen Rebels. I don't know if that matches with what he's Not really, about. but it's set a good bit after that time, so 
this yeah. might be the time where we still see him at some height of his power, like in Solo. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, Do you have any but, wishes? Um, my wish is probably the stupidest wish um, that I could wish for in this show. Um, and once again, it's going to be one of those things that's like, if I say it, Star Wars fans and films are going to crucify me. I want to see Jar Jar. What's happening with Jar Jar these days? No, you know what? I'm usually like for like the weird indirect thing. Not for this show, man. Not for this show. <laughs> All right, like I don't want him to be like. I remember, like uh, I remember, like over a year ago, there was a quote unquote a plot leak for this show, and it featured like it said that a Jar Jar was going to be heavily heavily involved. And he would be like basically Kenobi's sidekick, um, and it's him redeeming himself for trying to for him redeeming himself for the mistake of accidentally destroying the Republic. Um, but I understand that that doesn't fit. I wanted I look I I hate Jar Jar as much as everyone else, but I want to know what's happened. I want to see that bastard well, again. I think he shows up in one of the books, doesn't he? He's like a child performer in the streets. Like you, like just juggling for kids and all this kind of stuff, and that's set in the sequel trilogy. Well, unfortunately, I don't know how to read, so uh, I'm going to have to see. Well, you are a Yu Gi Oh player, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you think I could read? Goddamn. Yeah, but look, <laughs> we'll leave it there but, for yeah. this week. Um, I will. Yeah, we'll talk about more stuff. I, I, I've been looking up like the comics and stuff. There's been some parallels, even with the first two episodes. Um. To what we've seen in the comics before. But we'll leave that for another time. We'll see you next week. Um, It's a big uh, thank you for listening from me. And I'm sure another one from Kevin. Yes. Thank you for listening everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. Okay. We'll see you next week folks. Look after each other and love each other well. Good night. Good night. Sure, Lord. Super Grunt!